Yeah, wash right. your hands. It's the most. It's the most we can do. You know. Yeah. So y'all wash our ass too. Some of y'all be stinking out here, <laughs> man. Hey. What? What's happening, y'all? This a leave. Why are you watching my pocket? Pocket. Watch it. Why you pocket? Watch it. Why are you watching my pocket? Pocket. Watch it. Why you pocket? Watch it. Let me get money and pace. Let me spend money and pace. And you are tuned in now with You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Why you worry about me? <laughs> yeah, this your boy, Ellen Bishop, host of You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Shout out to my co-host, Q the DJ. As always, you know we got to start the show off with a positive quote. Today's quote is, Friendship is like peeing on yourself. Everyone can see it, but only you get that warm feeling that it brings. End quote. Yeah, had to lighten the mood with the little positive quote. Had to come with a, no, come with a funny positive quote today. But yeah, one time for the homie A. Measy on that intro. Y'all made sure, actually, episode 71 features A. Measy, so y'all make sure y'all check that out. But episode number 70, this episode features Rachel Bailey all the way in Denver, Colorado. Of course, we interviewed her back in 2019. If you want to check the first interview we did with her, go to our YouTube page, You Can't Sit With Us Radio, Rachel Bailey, and it should pop up. But this episode is over an hour and 30 minutes. Of course, we talk about her new EP she got dropping, her new single that's out right now, Say My Name. But we talk about George Floyd, everything that's going on in Minneapolis, uh, racism. Yeah, we go there in this episode. So I hope y'all enjoy it. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite episodes of the year so far. And yeah, so let's get into episode number 70 featuring Rachel Bailey. Threshold Brace. Take it away. Yo, welcome back to a brand new episode of You Can't Sit With Us Radio featuring myself, the always ambitious, El Ambitious, and the one and only, the smooth, cue the DJ. What's up, man? Oh, you going nuts. Hold on. Well, we didn't talk about the new intro and pre-pod. And pre-pod. <laughs> What's going on, bro? How you feeling? Good, man. Trying to stay safe man. out here. You know. Okay, okay. I'm in here drinking, sipping sipping some nice cupcake wine, man. My, I drink like, I always drink all like the feminine wines because uh, I can't, I can't make drink like red wine. So hmm. I got to drink like clear stuff. Hmm. Cup. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I ain't heard <laughs> cupcake before. Hey, yo, I'm I'm telling you, man. Look, the next pile we do in person, bro. I'm gonna bring some cupcake. I'm telling you, this will change your life, yeah. bro. Change your life. <laughs> shit, look, shit. Next time we see each other in person, be like August, probably. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, bro. We gonna turn up, bro. I look, I look totally different. <laughs> I got, I got a new left arm. I got, uh, <laughs> like some new shoes. I got everything, bro. We, we about to change the game. <laughs> Yeah, I still ain't got a haircut since March, so I'm out here. I'm oh out. man, yeah, hey, look, you are a soldier, brother. Cause me, I done been to the to the barber probably about probably twice. Yeah, I think I done been to the barber twice since everything happened. But I I had to do it, man. But I'm I'm letting my hair grow out too. So I just been getting like a lineup, but I'm mm-hmm. letting my hair grow out. Yeah, I don't know. I just I said I just said fuck it. I'm I'm cool. Well, I don't blame you. If I was somebody that spent most of my life in the studio anyways, I'd probably never get a haircut. <laughs> you don't look like uh, J. Cole and Kendrick do when they become... Yeah, facts. 
Yeah, when they're working on an album, yeah, yeah. and that's how I'm, I'm always look like I'm cooking. Like, and they gonna be like, "Man, what you been working?" I'm like, "Well, you know, not much." <laughs> throw them off a little bit. I'm like, oh, "We we recorded a pod last week, but that was about it." Yeah, man. We what's this episode? This episode number seventy, man. So seventy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, man, it feels like we were just at fifty like yesterday. Right. We already yeah, got we, like. We already got episode seventy one through like seventy six done, so Yeah, yeah, no, no. We going nuts, bro. Yeah. We going nuts. Yeah, we about to take our hiatus pretty soon, but yeah. We're good out here. I need to we we need to take that. I think I think we deserve a little vacation. We've been right, working right. through through the quarantine, still still making moves, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can do a uh another live show for our hundredth episode, hopefully next yeah. year. Yeah. We need to we need to take it to Denver, actually. <laughs> Right, we got a lot of yeah. connections up there, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we could do honestly do it out the same hotel room we was in the last time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get, we gotta invite the uh, housekeeping though. We yeah, we house. gotta we gotta yeah. bring her through. Show her, show her we can we can turn up even more. Right, we gotta get the we gotta get the presidential suite though. We gotta get the. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. Hey man, have you ever been in a presidential suite before? Nope. No. Nah. I want to. I want to go on one. I, that's probably going to be one of my goals for by the end of 2021. I'm gonna hit a presidential suite, yeah, okay. and I'm gonna just go by my. Well, I probably be my girlfriend, of course, but <laughs> other than that, I'm probably just go by myself. Um, just to just to see what it feel like. I mean, you know, I want to have. Well, we had didn't our uh, did our was our fridge did our fridge have stuff in it when we were in Denver? I don't know about your fridge. Nah. Mine's- Oh, I had to, I went to Walmart and, and fill mine up. So, mm, okay, no, it it wasn't that one. When I stayed somewhere else, our hotel uh, had uh, our fridge had stuff in there. I can't remember. I'm I'm mixing up trips now. It's been so long <laughs> since I've been able to go anywhere. <laughs> right. Well, as always, you know we keep the dopest guests on the show. Today's like no other. We got a returning guest on the show. Um, yes, yeah. yes. We met her for the first time. Back in February when we went to Denver, she hooked us up with some uh, good wings while we was up there. So we appreciate that. Yes, uh, yes. Man, yeah. the wings was fabulous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we got Rachel Bailey back on the show today. How you doing? Yes, yes. Rachel, Rachel the Builder right now. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. Rachel the Builder right now. Rachel, <laughs> yes, Rachel, tell, tell the people what you, what, you, what you got going on right now. You know, I'm just... Represent all the independent women out there. Okay. Going crazy. All right. Getting your feng shui's right. You know, yes, that's so important, Um, especially since this whole quarantine thing. We're all in our houses and, like, woo, it can be much, especially when you live with someone. Like, that energy can be, like, it can get crazy or it can get better. So I'm working on getting better and just fixing my house up in certain ways. I've already, like, I've worked on so much music, and I'm still working on it um, mm-hmm. for the EP drop. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Paint my that's room, what's up. man. That's <laughs> what's up. Well, I figured for... it'd, be a good, it'd be a good time to, like, paint my room while talking to y'all, like, Perfect vibe. Right. Yeah, well, that that's cool. You know, I'm I'm glad we can keep you company during those times. You know, I'm 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 glad for that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, last time last time we talked to you was in uh, California, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes, and I was in a taxi, and I was like, honestly, the the or the it was an Uber rather. The Uber 
it was they they fit like five of us in there. So I'm sitting on people's laps, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. it was crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised <laughs> you, know, you stayed on the phone with us. I would have hung up. It's just too, it's too stressful no, of a situation like, for me. Yeah, man, I promised y'all that I was going to do this. I was like, no, I'm not about to be one of those to just be like, oh, I'm going to Uber. No, you can talk to Uber. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that. I appreciate people that don't stand this up. Right. Um, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. For sure. So before we, before we get into it, um, for the people who may have not, missed our previous episode, which you just tell the people a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Rachel Bailey. I'm a singer-songwriter here out of Denver, Colorado. Um, I moved here from North Carolina. I'm a military rat, but I read North Carolina and Colorado to the fullest. Um, so, yeah, that's me. Performing artist, all of that good stuff. Cool. Right, I'm going to let you, you start it up. All right, I, I I did want to ask though. Uh, I got started off. What, what's so? How did the uh, your new hairstyle? You got the poetic justice Janet Jackson thing going on. Like, <laughs> how did it come about? <laughs> um. Well, like I said, we're in quarantine. Like mm-hmm. this whole. Well, I mean, I guess now it's a little bit better, but like the whole quarantine thing put me in a bind with my. You know, I heard y'all talking about your um. Your barbers, well, for the positions. <laughs> so there was no hair trims. There was none of that. And like braids just protect my hair. So I just, you know, I went with the braids. So, because, you know, I can't get a weave right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, so. <laughs> don't braids help your hair grow? Um, It can. Yeah. If they're braided right, they will help your hair mm, grow. Yeah. It keeps it protected so the ends of your hair don't break. Yeah. Um, from, from my knowledge, though, and I mean, that seems to be true, so, but I have and really bitch. long hair. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> <laughs> and bitches, you going to get braids? Nah, I'm done with braids. I've been done with them for like 10 years now. You could, you, 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 <laughs> could, I, you definitely could get the classic Trey songs, man, uh, that just got to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I had those, though. I had those before. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Oh, where? Oh, no. I need, I need yeah, you got to show me yeah. the I had the Iversons. I had the Iversons, too. Oh, that's oh, cool. Was man, you breaking God. ankles, too? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> was, you break, was you breaking ankles, too? Nah, nah. I won't break no ankles. <laughs> he said, nah, 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 nah. nah. You were clutch with the assist? <laughs> 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 you got it. You got them braids. You got the Iverson braids. You got to be clutch yeah. at something. Yeah, facts. You got to at least wear a headband. You know, <laughs> hey, I, I had you got it. I had no, oh, oh. Uh, no, I had the arm sleeve though. I did have the arm sleeve. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, everybody you, had that. Hey, you, you, you were selling it at least, my right. God. That 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 works for me. A lot of cats they get the AIs and they ain't even got the headband right. on. I'm like, oh no, you, you can't sell it to me. <laughs> so Rachel, uh, what's 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 been going on? What's been what's been uh, uh, new for you since the last time we talked? Uh, oh my gosh, so much. Wow, okay, hold on, let me see. The last time we talked, I was in Cali. Yeah. Um, in LA for a show. And when I came back, honestly, it opened up so much more for me. Like, you know, KS1075, big shout out to them. They they were sending my song down featuring Trev Rich for like six months strong. Um, mm-hmm. And then soon after that, I got a phone call from Trev Rich. Like, yo, you trying to perform at the Pepsi Center? <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, you know, get the fuck out of here. That's what this was legit words that I'd ask them. I was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? 
Um, he was like, yeah, like, um, we're trying to see if we want to do the uh, halftime show. And mind you, this is his show, but, like, the way he worded it, it was, it just, it just shows that how much of a genuine person he is and how, how much he cares for us, for, for music, you know what I mean? And for yeah. his thing. Um, because this is his show. He did, he has numerous amount of songs that he could have performed and he would have been just fine. But he, instead he, he, you know, he invited me to perform with him. Um, also, he could have legit performed the whole song by himself, <laughs> but he performed <laughs> with us. So yeah. um, I did the Tusky Center for the halftime show. That was crazy. Oh man, I've never, yo, I've never performed in front of so many people. And like when I got there for rehearsals, I was just in the moment, just thinking about like what it, what it's gonna look like when it fills up. And yeah. like at first, I was nervous about it, but when I got in front of those people. It was like I belong there. I was like, damn. <laughs> like all the Having nerves the time are gone. Of your life. Yeah, man. I was just yeah. stuck up front on the on the balcony. I didn't even want to move because <laughs> I was just looking at all the people in that crowd, and it was really dope. So it was dope for my mom to witness that, my little sister to witness that, and so many other kids that were there as well um, that have heard of me. Um, so we did that, and then boom, twenty twenty hit. Um, got hit up to perform at the um, and open up for Ja Rule at the Paramount Theater, which was really lit. Like, super mm-hmm. excited about that. And then, boom, COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But, you know, I've still, been, I've still been putting a lot of work in. Like, this is, like, honestly, it's like a blessing in disguise because, you know, I was working my side job um, a lot. And, um, like, me not being able to work there right now has given me the opportunity to, like, work on my project and work on songs. So, um that's been really that's been a blessing like to just have the time to be able to do that and shoot videos and just prepare um to drop something special for all of my fans is has been it's been a blessing so um that's what i've been doing now just recording music and shooting videos and getting ready for my ep to drop and yeah just staying busy staying um you know, mentally healthy, I think, is really important around this time. Um, yeah, just, like, definitely. I feel like a lot of people, you know, like I said, are either either growing from this situation or maybe they need help. So, you know, I always encourage people to check on their friends, their family, make sure you do a mental health check with everyone. Because, um, you know, this has really affected people's mental a lot, like, through either mm-hmm. paranoia or, um, you know, just, just depression. If you've ever suffered from depression, then this time is it's kind of a scary time for everyone. Um, yeah. You know, because you're less vulnerable. But, um, yeah, I've been hiking, stuff like that, and just staying sane and writing and putting all my feelings and emotions into writing, as we talked about before. You know, that's how I started writing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Huh? Yeah, shout out, but shout out to you, though, for hooking us up. Well, interviewing Trev Rich earlier too, so yeah, I appreciate you for that. Oh hell yeah, yeah. he's good people, man. He's hella cool to talk to. Like always fun to interview. I'm like, I actually like I've known Trev for a long time, but uh, like I, I met him a long time ago. But mm-hmm. um, we like met, we crossed paths again um, during an interview with City Roots, which is pretty cool. Shout out to them. Um, and like we just like reconnect, and that's how we actually ended up doing the song "Down" that was on the radio. Yeah, but he's hella cool, man. Like yeah. for him to have seen and gone through so much, it's it was love. 
for him to just be like so cool and just so regular about it. Just been like, yeah, let's get a song popping, like let's make it dope. And yeah. We, but shout out to him. Big shout out to him. For sure, shout out to good people. Q, you got anything else? Um. So. Oh yeah, so I've been I've been wanting to ask everybody. Uh, so I know that you touched on this a little bit uh, earlier. So would you say that the the quarantine time is has helped you uh, to get things together, or has it slowed you down more? Yeah, I mean, okay. So there's like two ways to think about it. I think it's all like a like it's a mindset. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like basically, um, of course, it like took away all the shows that. I was preparing to perform that, took away traveling, you know, I could travel, I guess, but like nothing's open. So it took away traveling. But um, I think, I believe that everything happens for a reason, you know? So like, I feel like this is the perfect time for, like, this is my time where God's basically saying like, yo, you really want this? Like, if the world stopped right now, would you keep going? And like, I try to remember that every time, like, if the world stopped, how are you going to react? Because that's kind of what happened. <laughs> like, yeah. the world just kind of stopped. Like, everything just, like, closed. Like, it got weird, you know? Um, but I, I, I'm I, very... How do I put this? Um, I have a lot of faith in my destination and in my journey. So, if... that That's going to include a lot of adaptation. Like, as an artist, you have to adapt. Like, as a human being, I feel like that is, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to adapt. So, in this time, you know, um, shout out to every artist that has adapted and found, found a way to still release music and um, tend to their art, their audience and, you know, perform in front of them and all those dope things, like creative ways people are going about it. You know, the Zooms and the IG Live, Facebook Live, mm-hmm. like those are really awesome tools. And it's it's a blessing to have the, that kind of thing um, available to us. Um, right. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's my piece. <laughs> For sure. All right, so yeah, let's get into your let's get into your first song, get into your lead single off your new EP. Um, you got coming out next month. Tell us about Say My Name. Say My Name, yes. Okay, so Say My <laughs> Name. Say My Name. I'll start. Should I like start with the story of how it came about, or sure. like, what do you yeah. want to know? About yeah. It? yeah. Okay. Whatever, whatever <laughs> you right. want us to know. So, but, all right, so. Say My Name um, came about when my producer, Graven. Graven has produced the majority of my songs. So he's done Double Tap, Pretty, um, Different, the Christmas song I came out with, like almost all of them, and including Say My Name. So um, basically, Graven came out from North Carolina. That's where, you know, that's where part of my roots lie. Um, I graduated in Raleigh, North Carolina, not too clo- not too far from Wake Forest, um, Wakefield. <laughs> but... Um, Graven reached out to me a long time ago because, again, just taking advantage of, like, being able to reach to reach other people from other, like, states or countries through social media. I got on Facebook Live, and I just sang a bunch of covers. I was freestyling, and Graven reached out to me and was like, uh, yo, I got a pack for you. And, like, I accept all music from all producers. I'm like, send them all my way. Like, I literally, my email is just full of almost nothing but beats like <laughs> that's it. So i just go through them all day like when i'm feeling inspired 
I'll just pick a folder and I just go through them. Um, and I might record five songs and only put one of them out. But yeah, but this one was special because he flew into town. Um, anyway, so yeah, he sent me the pack. The pack. I love the music. It was dope. I was like, fire. Let's let's work. And so we've been working ever since. Um, but we had never met each other. So back in I want to say January. Oh, January. January, February is when. Um, I think it was February is when Graven came into town from North Carolina, came to the studio, pulled up the laptop, and we did everything on the spot. So, you know, I just went through, picked up, picked some of the beats that he had, and that one just like it just really struck me. Like I'm a huge SWV fan. Uh, y'all know who that is? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know who that is? Okay, SWV. Yeah. If you don't know who they are, they're <laughs> yeah. a wonderful group, R&B group. Um, they stand for us. Uh, uh, Sisters with Voices. I don't know if you've heard of them that way too, but SWV. Um, <laughs> they're the ones that I got the um, in the part of the song where like where I'm like I simply lose control. That part. Mm-hmm. That is an SWV song. It's called Rain. Yeah. And as soon as I heard the the beat, I just immediately thought of SWV. That song Rain. I was like, Yo, this has got that vibe. So I just got in the booth um and just started to sing and we just it just clicked like i feel like that's the best creative process is when like it's just on the brink like at the moment in the moment um you know all the vibes are just like there right there they're fresh so i just jumped in sang the song like basically freestyle that whole thing and then music came in and, and put his down and then that was a wrap like this happened in a matter of like an hour <laughs> Like, no lie, like an hour and a half. Like, we made oh, a man. song, and we were so happy with it. Yeah, it's crazy. I think that's the fastest, aside from the song Pretty. No, nah, I think that might be the fastest I've ever made a song. Like, wow. being in the booth and just right then and right there. So that's how that came about. That's how the song um, Say My Name came about. And, I mean, we really just, we just vibed with it. And, like, the whole video and everything to it is just, it's beautiful, man. Like, the whole song, when I listen to it, I just, I just feel like it should be a song to help women feel special. You know what I mean? And help men feel special, even like couples, like people, you know what I mean? Like, especially around now, like pride coming up and everything, you know, love is love. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I wanted to portray in the song. Um, It's pretty straightforward, you know, say my name. I simply lose control when you say my name. Um, it's just about two people that really love each other and are just obsessed with each other. And they don't, they don't really have to like, they don't have to be near each other to like feel a certain way. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes there's ups and sometimes there's downs in relationships, all that good stuff. Like we gotta, we gotta keep that music alive. I think that's so important. in music yeah. today is keeping the love alive instead of like, you know, just like I can't stand the whole like shaming men and shaming women thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If if you're gonna talk your shit, that's cool. We all talk our shit, but like when you're shaming, if you're categorizing all men and one thing or all women, I don't like that. So I just wanted to around this time just put out something that would symbolize love, especially in a time right now. Okay, shout out to uh, shout out to A Measy too. Yeah, yeah. He just put out a project too. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm teaching on it. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, was, yep, I was just looking at that earlier. Yeah, we interviewed him yeah. already. We heard we heard it already, so yeah, we know. Right on. 
But yeah, hey, go to uh also too, man. Episode sixty seven. I played Rachel Say My Name song too. So y'all can go back to that episode and check it out as well. And yeah. Hey. Yeah, so I check appreciate out, that. Yeah. So yeah, get, sure. check out episode sixty seven. Y'all can check it out there too. But yeah, we're gonna get it to say my name and we'll be right back on You Can't See With Us Radio. Yeah. Never really was in the love, I just dabbled Things get deep when you stop being shallow So you gotta find you the right one Not the baddest, you try and find happiness Or some status, I seen people lose the one And it's tragic, it was only fun while it lasted See I had to learn on my own and I'm happy for my lesson Happy that I recognize your worth is a blessing Happy that you see that my effort ain't the same Cause you the one I wanted that ain't never gonna change Radio that was say my name by Rachel Bailey. So I wanted to um I wanted to talk to you about this Facebook post that you posted a while ago. We know what what's going on in uh Minneapolis right now and everything. And I seen this, you know, I seen the post that you posted. You want to tell us about it and what your thoughts are? Oh my god, dude, I've been crying like <laughs> I've been crying since it happened since I saw it, that that video mm-hmm. of that man, of Floyd, uh, the researcher's name. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was horrible. It was mm-hmm. just 
just like I, I couldn't believe I was I was witnessing this, and then you know all sorts of questions just were, were popping in my head, and like you know I just I feel like okay, I'm just gonna say it because that's what I do. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Um, you know, I just feel like we went so hard in protecting our people in this pandemic. Okay, mm-hmm. we shut down businesses. People lost their jobs to protect people from getting a virus, from getting sick, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my question is, why can't we take that same urgency to deal with our law enforcement, with with the with the crooked ones? You know what I mean? Why can't we use this? Like, isn't that saving our people as well? You know. Mm-hmm. Now, I I know. There's a movement called Black Lives Matter, but we have to explain to our white friends, our privileged friends, um, that don't understand what a black life is like to live in. We need to show them that, um, hello, you can't forget that this is a human. You know right. what I mean? And right. so th- that was my that was my whole thing on on Facebook is that. Our the majority, the privileged people, are the ones that hold a lot of the power, as far as saying something. Because yeah. you know, as 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 black folks, we've been we have been enraged for so so long. Yeah. This has been happening for so long, and no matter how loud we get, it doesn't how how peaceful we move. It does not matter. Like this is it's not changing so mm-hmm. what do we need we need more people to speak up mm-hmm. we need more of and, and i you know i think i do i do believe in the, the millennials and um the generation um you know after the millennials that I, I do believe that a lot of us will speak up however you know we need everybody to speak up we need everybody to speak up because this is a soul that was lost. This is this is someone that was murdered on camera by the people that are supposed to protect us. And meanwhile, these people are the same people that are enforcing us to wear these masks and stores, you know, and things like that, or, or forcing us to, you know, have to leave our jobs, um, close our businesses. Mm-hmm. We're, we're they're so urgent about that, but what what about the people? What what about what's going on in in the system? What about these cops, man? And I, I just hope that honestly, me talking about this, I hope that it, it doesn't like get y'all censored or nothing crazy like that because I've been seeing some crazy things, you know, where people are speaking out and you know they're getting censored. Their their things, their stuff is getting taken mm-hmm. off. You know, yeah. shout out to Joey mm-hmm. Badass because. I, his music ain't even up, and we—if you know Joey, Joey Badass, you know he's not holding his tongue. He's gonna tell the truth. Yeah, right. He's and gonna tell like, you what it is. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it's—it's it's enough of this calling us crazy. It's enough of us of, of this. You're over exaggerating bullshit. Like, it's time to listen. It's time to do something. Like, this is got. It's just gotten out of hand. So, you know, that was based, that was my post because you know. I don't want to force any hands, like, as far as the privilege, but, you know, if you're my friend and you're rocking with me and you support what I do, Mm -hmm. then you got to be on my side about this, too, because I'm, you know. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing this for the, not only for my people, but 
for the human race. It's just it's just fucked up that it's got to be a certain kind of person. You got to look a certain kind of way. You know what I mean to be uh, targeted. You know, and um, and, and it's it, there's a lot of hate that's coming out of it. You know, and I'm not even just saying just by the the privilege. You know, I'm I'm talking about you know there are are, are black folks out there that you know. They, it's almost like we we they forced us to kind of hate on each other as well with the with the colorists out there, you know, saying, you know, uh, well, well, you're not that black because you're mixed. You're only half black, so yeah, you're, you're not black. Yeah. You know, it it brings us like that hatred, that energy. It attracts more of that kind of energy. So I think it's important to um, make sure that we educate our friends. You know, education is very important when it comes to telling our friends what what the fuck is really going on. Um, right. But also um, taking responsibility and like and 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 getting it out there. Like, tell, educate your friend, and then you need to tell you need to tell your friend, yo, you need to put this out. Like, you you need to say something mm-hmm. because maybe you know you you never know. Maybe they're feeling like, oh, I, I'm should I do I have any say so in this? Who knows what they're saying? You just got to tell them to say it. Like, it's all of our responsibilities. Yeah, you need to say something. I don't care if it's a business that you work with. You know, if we have to stop shopping at these businesses that don't support this, then be it. Right. We'll just treat it like quarantine. We'll treat it just as seriously as we treated this COVID. Yeah. We'll just stop shopping there. You know what I mean? But we we have to be strict with that. The same way we were strict with this whole COVID thing, the only thing is that the the law is not forcing us to do it. It's up to us. Um, right. And then, you know, another thing I really encourage is just to, like, get get involved in your community. And I mean really involved, like, you know, get involved with your homeless community, all that stuff, because then you're going to start to see that the states are the ones that are in control. Like, you know, like, as far as your statewide government, governor, all of them making the laws in the state instead of like, you know, a lot of people are focused on Trump and everything and I get it, but like, but like your state is where it starts. Yeah. That's where they start making small laws that have us fucked up in the end. So I just really encourage people to like, to read, to research, to talk to one another, to spread the truth, stop getting on Facebook and spreading the lies. Like, mm-hmm. And, and spreading fake news. Like, nobody gives a shit about that right now. We need to focus up and tell people what is and what we need to do. And, and I think that's the best way to, like, actually fix this whole problem is is if we all get involved and we're all serious in this kind of way. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know that, like, a lot of people are, are like, you know, well, these, these rich people got all these money, all this money to donate. And yes, they got a responsibility, but so do we. <laughs> We can't forget about our our responsibility. And it starts with us because the majority of us is like, uh, of, of of us are, are not rich. Like most people are not rich. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the majority of us, we're, we're mm-hmm. not rich. But the, these are the people that need to be speaking up the most. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, people, you know what I'm saying? People on that on, on your Instagrams, on your Facebook, share, share it, man. Yeah. Say mm-hmm. something. You have to say something and spread that word. And then act act accordingly. Don't go don't go acting crazy. You know what I mean. But you gotta act accordingly. You see some fucked up shit. You need to say something. You, you gotta, yeah, you gotta up. speak out on that. Right. You gotta speak up, man. It it don't matter if it's you know. And it's tricky because like, what do you do when you see a when you see five cops and right. they're and they all got they're guns on and this they man. And you're they just all got a guns. person, right? And yeah. you you ain't got nothing. What do you do? 
right. in that instance. You know what I mean? Do you risk your life and and jump in and help that help whoever? Right. I or mean, you or and recorded and and tell the police. Just kind of like the the video with George Floyd. That's a that's a yeah. real hard position to be in. It's like, do I jump in and and help to save this man? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, risk losing my life. Or, you know, do I sit here and hold my phone and just make the moment evident, which I feel that both people, both roles in that situation play an important role. But it's it's got to be a point where people are are, are ready to, to stand because we don't, unfortunately, the, the way I see it, we don't have to lose people to, to, to make change. But yeah, you gotta, yeah. it's. It's like it's like I mean that, honestly that sounds like war to me, don't it? Yeah, don't it, sound yeah like war it is. That's that's exactly that's, what it is. That's what it's going. That's like what's this going is on like now. it's like we under attack. It's it's it don't make no sense. Like I just don't. I can't grasp how this has gone on for so. I mean, we just lost two men, and then yeah. this happens on top of it. Like you can't tell me that there's not a pattern here. I don't want to hear no bullshit statistics like, well, there's white men that get, nah, bro. Like, these are unarmed men, and we're seeing it on camera. We are witnessing it. Like, we're there. And that's the fucked up part about it is that, like, all of America has witnessed it and and shit being done about it. So it's like, do we take take the Martin Luther King route or do we take the Malcolm X route? Right, exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? That we take the Malcolm X out. Oh, we're so mad. We're we're angry people. We're dangerous people. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. take the we take the MLK route, and people are calling us weak. You know what I mean? Right. And then you know, yeah. And people laugh at you, laugh at you in your face, like you, you know, like you're like you're nothing. Like you're not gonna do mm-hmm. anything. And then yeah. when the people start to lash out, like they. They're doing all that looting and stuff now in Minneapolis. And it's Ooh, like, yo, well, you didn't you didn't take these cats seriously before right. before they was doing exactly. that. Before they was out and I'm and give me don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not for breaking down businesses and your community right. for right. for that vision because I feel like you're going against yourself. But when you when you look at it from a black person's view and or not even just a black person, but people who understand how blacks are being treated, like what do you ex- it's almost like what do you expect them to do yeah. like you expect and, and us raising. to just to just sit around and just watching and y'all don't even cover the stuff up anymore it's just it's videos <laughs> where you know stuff yeah. happens and we didn't even hide it bro got bro got fired and that was it and um yeah. i didn't get the chance to watch the whole the whole video but they just dropped a, a press release probably like an hour or two ago um that i need to watch but from what I can see, I don't even think they're gonna. I don't even know if they're gonna move forward with even trying to charge this man. Like, are you nuts? Like, yeah, if like, that was like a, that if that crazy. was a black that man, is... Buddy would have been. <laughs> Buddy would already got his life sentence yesterday. He probably been dead yesterday. Man. Yeah, he yeah he probably uh, wouldn't even be alive to tell us about. Yeah. That's a fact. And so I'm just like, man, it's, it's it's almost just like, what do you what do you expect people to do at this point? Yeah, I mean, what do you you know, and even like what. Like people are scared, man. People are scared. Yeah. There are mothers that are terrified to let their Stand for they lives. You know, my man. My, I have, you know, my boyfriend is is black, tall, mm-hmm. handsome. I got to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, he has really long dreadlocks, and I I tell him, babe, you got to put your hair back when you die. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want you out here like exposing yourself to any kind of bullshit. You yeah, know, like yeah. lay yeah. low do the speed limit like be careful because it's just it's just terrifying man to even 
for the, the fact that they can just come up to you for any reason and say, oh, we got a tip on a burglary and we think you're it because you fit the description. That's Fact. some bullshit right there. I'm just like, yeah. I, I've seen it so many times in North Carolina too, but honestly, I'm just, I'm just shocked at this point that it has gotten this bad. And and it's yeah. like, like, and every time it happens, I feel like we all think we all go back and we think about that time we heard about Trayvon Martin. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, we, uh, what's that? What's that story, man? Oh my God, I can't even think about it. The story with the, uh, I believe it was four young boys um, yeah. out in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, uh, what's, what's the name of that? Um, I, I forgot the, the story, but, but I watched the documentary on it. And, oh, you know, uh, I thought when, they, when they see us? Yeah, yeah, that's it. When they see us, yeah, yeah, yeah. when mm-hmm. they, yeah, yep. wrongfully accused. I mean, that's a true story. Mm-hmm. And this yeah, they, they ruined the those guys' lives, man. They spent, they spent at least half of their lives in prison, bro, for something right. they yeah. didn't even do. And one of did. them, yeah, one of them got out and bro is just like, like when they, I think they had him, I want to say maybe it was, it was some talk show, but bro is just like, his mind is just completely shot. Like, yeah, how just, do you go to, how do you go, yeah. you know, like, how, what is normal to him? How do you even how live you know a normal, normal life is? anymore? Because you first know, of you all, know. you blame, you falsely accuse me of doing this crime that I didn't do it. Then you going to. And then you're going to put me in years for this, for something I, I shouldn't even be in here with these people. I should be outside trying to build a family somewhere. Like, yep. it's, it's, it's insane, man. This stuff is crazy. And then and then ask, you know, what is she doing? Oh, she quit. That's it. <laughs> yeah, right. They, yeah, they fired her. She quit. You know, that's it. <laughs> and, and, yeah, man. No real justice in it. Like, you know, get out of my really face have, with that. She ain't in jail. Like, she ain't got to go through nothing. She, right. Right. And you know, not on on top of that, the whole he, he was incarcerated, but he was, or they were in they were incarcerated. But what about the mental prison you put them in for forever? Yeah, the man. therapy that they need at this it ain't it really honestly ain't no amount of money you can give me to make up for this no. time that you did you just took from me <laughs> like right. it's from this from this from this physical time and from this mental time that you took from me like it's it's right. no you can't and they say time me. is money but honestly <laughs> let's think about that <laughs> you can't throw time. me a meal and be like all right yeah. you're good like I, I'm, I'm appreciative but this ain't this ain't it like you can't and you don't even ain't nobody gonna give me no apology, <laughs> you know. Right. They gonna they gonna send me on my way. Million dollars, but he don't even know. He he been on commissary money for so long. Right, but he don't even know what to do with this million. He probably gonna <laughs> yeah, go buy to more noodles, like right. eating them in his crib. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That just, that that whole ridiculous. situation is, is is nuts, man. And all this stuff that's going on is is insane, and I really. <laughs> I really hate to see what it's what it's about to look like over these next few days because I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's about to go like they think That's it's crazy beginning. now in Minneapolis. Oh yeah, no, nah, I mean I, I think it's about to go nuts. Yeah, I ain't see the, y'all see the video in Washington, DC earlier? Which one? I, I've seen I, so many stuff everywhere. Yeah, just go to well you can go to T I page, it's on his page, but they uh they, they have some people you like this whole thing don't yeah. look familiar to your history book yeah 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 and it's it's ain't nobody hiding it no more it's just it's just happening and it's it's just like what can you do about it 
you know. Yeah, it, and, it, and then they you, give them excuse, like, this is why we did it. Like, yeah, okay. it has, man, and, and to be honest, you might as well say the excuse because you really can't give me one that I'm going to even deem as, as creditable at this point. Right. Like, yeah. you can't give me no excuse to tell me why you saw this man with his knee and another guy's neck for over seven minutes. You can't justify and why yelling, you're not going to yeah, and you're not going to charge this man. You can't You can't justify that to Bruh, me. Like, there, like, there's you nothing you can tell me. <laughs> yeah, like, like even the you can tell me that's even the good. even the mayor of Minneapolis said, "Why is this man not in jail right now?" The mayor said, "Yeah, it's like it's it's like what are you what are you doing right now, bro?" Like, and they they gonna be it's it's gonna be and you know I, I hope it it doesn't happen, but they gonna be looking crazy when you got all these all these people breaking into these people houses that that didn't get their charges and and taking care of what they think is right. And you, right, you all exactly, and, and it's creating hate. It is creating yeah. hate. It's, it's horrible. Yep. Like what they're doing to the community. It's like it's almost like they knew that this was gonna break down the community. Yeah, oh, they, they, they did it. They were like, when they act on it, they're gonna fuck shit up anyway. They're they're gonna go and and riot anyway. So we're good. We're gonna destroy yeah. their businesses. Get them out of here. You know, yo, I just can't, man. I just. <laughs> My goodness. That, yeah, that video I saw in Washington, though, they actually, they attacked the police. It was like a bunch of them. They just attacked the police. It was like three police officers, and there was like 10 Well, yeah, like in, yeah. in Minneapolis, bro, because I, I actually just, just peeped where I think they're about to start sending in, like, the like the guard. Like, mm. they about to, because the I was literally watching a video, bro, where it was, it was police, and they was probably up and down, like, three or four blocks. And it was just mm-hmm. so many people, bro, that there was nothing. Mm-hmm. They literally got in their cars and turned around and left. There was nothing they could do. Like, because because at this point, that. while people protesting, you and it's it's not even because you're afraid of the law. Like, you're not going to just shoot people, not only because the law going to have your back, but you you probably going to die. These people probably going to, mm-hmm. they probably going to get you. Like, yeah. And it was, there was, there was nothing. They were throwing rocks at these police officers' whips, like cracking windows, like, Going, yeah, and it was crazy that. because you even saw white people out there, like fuck the police, like, that, yeah. going, yeah, man. But it's and it's it's gonna take more of stuff like that, mm-hmm. like more of of people that aren't just black or people that aren't just in a certain financial group. Like it's gonna take more of those people to be like, hold on, fam, like that's not affecting me. But what you're doing is horrible, like to yeah, these people. Doing right. Yeah, and it's. It's it's just a, it's a simple right and wrong like it doesn't it doesn't go past that it's it's simple right and wrong so I mean, it's it is. the whole you the know whole thing the is kids in, in Mexico right now they're yeah. still there in those cages and I haven't forgot about it um Man. still there yeah you know this whole virus thing they didn't give a shit they put a mask <laughs> on them right. they piled yeah. them right. in those facilities you know laying on the floor it just <laughs> Just unspeakable things, and and that's why I just keep bringing up the whole pandemic thing. How the whole world can stop yeah. everything? They change everything. Right. Y'all can't do this for the people, for Americans, because yes, sure, we yeah, we are very American. We are one. Who we're, we're supposed we're one to be the to. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's it's just it's it really is sickening, and I don't know if you saw, but that cop. Um, I guess there was a picture where he was wearing a hat and it uh, said, yep. uh, make whites great again or yep. something like that. And it's like, oh you know, how goodness. much more evidence do we have to give uh, y'all? 
Yeah. It, it, but it ain't even about giving people evidence anymore. Like you, you know right. what it is, know, right? but you're, but you're deciding. Yeah, no, bro. It's it's not even, and that's it's what I'm there. saying, fam. Like it ain't. We ain't at a point where it's just like, oh, maybe they just don't understand it yet. Like, nah, we we passed the point of maybe they don't understand it. Now we at the point of okay, you understand what don't it, you but you still yeah. It's it's like you're understanding it, but you're still participating in it, and you're still right. going to gonna c- carry things the same way and then you get y'all get upset when black people lash out or white people that believe the black people that are lashing out and they stand with them like it's 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 nuts fam and i look all i, I well this is gonna expose saying, a lot of people it's gonna be yeah you either sit you either you either are with us or you're against us Facts, and, and that's what meaning, it is. Meaning American people, because we are a part of, of American society. We're part of this, okay? We're American, yeah. whether whether they like it or not. <laughs> we are American. Yeah. We belong here. We're deserving, just like every single person here is. And We work for what we got, just like y'all did. Exactly, exactly. Probably and, even more. <laughs> well, harder, honestly. Yeah. Our ancestors were in the field picking cotton yeah, for nothing. Not yeah. building shit, like the building for them. You know, so mm-hmm. this time it's going to be like, if you don't say nothing, I know where you stand. Like, yeah. I, I know what's going on if you yeah. don't say nothing, because it, it's ridiculous at this point to not say nothing, to not tell your peers, to not tell tell people what's going on and how we can act on it. Like, yeah. they know what's going on, but we need to oh, tell they know. Them. Mm-hmm. How are we going to make it better? How are we going to make it better? You need to say something. Yeah, this is this it's is like beautiful. reminding me of uh Kendrick on a couple maybe it was like his second or third album that he had like this this skit of like him talking to Pac as if Pac was still here and he was like he was talking about stuff that's like happening now he's like eventually like was, uh, the the poor for. people are gonna get tired of you know all this nonsense and and grabbing stuff out of the stores and they're gonna riot like they gonna they gonna swallow up the rich and like it's of course you know this isn't necessarily poor to rich but it's it's the same aspect man and it's it's mm-hmm. just in, insane insane and i i gotta make sure man r.i.p george Floyd, and we we, we yeah. stand with everybody all all black people we all stand together man we have to absolutely absolutely they released this address too so they've been they've been they've been doing stuff to his house yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, no, it's, hey I, i'm telling you to be honest man that's the least of buddy worries that's yeah. Them, them doing uh, some they, of your crib, they oh, that they could got, be the least of your They got 24-7 security mm-hmm. around this house now, though. Oh, they have to. You like, still oh, might not be safe what? off that. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one like, of the security guards security. to the bathroom or something, bro. Right. Done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Done. Hey, security guard. Yeah. So, let's not get the fine uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, and you're and you you're not, you're not going to have nobody feeling no And I, I hate to sound like that, but you're not going to have nobody that's going to have remorse for you because where was your remorse at when no. we caught you yeah. in this video for seven minutes? Right. Like, right. come on now. That's, right. that's crazy, man. But again, R.I.P. George Floyd, for real. Yeah, that's man. a fact. And, every, and all the other lives that we lost in these incidents, too. Yeah, y'all man, been... for real, because there's been too many of them. Right. Too many of them. Yeah, y'all better not censor us neither. Come fuck y'all up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Spotify, if, YouTube. If they do, uh, what we gotta do? We just gotta, we just gotta speak up and spread the word, right? right? Exactly. They, can't stop us they can't stop us from doing that. They may have stopped us from going out like we want to to to, mm-hmm. to commute with our friends and commune with our friends rather. Mm-hmm. But 
they they can't stop us from spreading the word. We just got to know what our power is. We got to know yeah. what power we have, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we got to use that because that's exactly what they do. Yeah, they facts. Figure out what power they have and how they can they manipulate it. Weak, and they and they use it. Yep, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Spotify, Spotify, Anchor, Google. We we yeah, we gonna be on y'all. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's a fact. That's a fact, and I'm I, I'm I'm gonna have my letter already typed up. Let, let us let us uh get censored around here. Yeah. I'm writing letters. <laughs> see, you see I'm Trump, good. you see Trump trying to block all social media pages and shit. Trying to yeah, I saw that like, man. That nonsense. Like, yeah, he's he's a he's a very interesting guy. I I won't even I won't get into that. We're gonna I'm gonna say that issue for another day. I'm gonna get into that. Right. I was gonna say that's yeah. a whole other. Uh, yeah, that's right. a that's a whole other one, man. And oh, I, I wanna goodness. I wanna make sure we don't sell Rachel short. We wanna we we hear the <laughs> we hear the topic. <laughs> so right. I'm a, um I I think that we that we definitely got our thoughts across and um. I don't want to put us in, in in too much of a of a damper, uh, but um. Well, make sure y'all send those uh second round of stimulus checks though. I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's a fact. I need all of that. I need all of that. <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, but let's 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 get into this. Uh, Rachel, tell us uh, tell us about this uh this project you're working on. My project. Oh man. Okay. So um, shoot. I guess yeah. We'll start from the beginning on this one. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> projects man there takes a lot of work it takes a lot of mm-hmm. self-honesty um man it's like it's almost like i've been through a war with this whole ep honestly just like i've been making i've been building this ep since about last year and my my belief is that you don't release anything until you're 100 percent sure about it until mm-hmm. you feel really good about it um yeah. it's, it's got to take time you got to take the time to just to create it and um and build something special so that's what I did. I started pretty much at the top of last year, um, and I've been making music this whole time. So, I mean, even now, I'm um, <laughs> sorry, my boyfriend just came in. Um, <laughs> but even now, you know, I've just been um, cre- still creating music and even adding to the EP just as mm-hmm. I go, whatever feels good. So, um, you know, now I feel like I'm ready, like I have a nice catalog. It, it was to the point where it was like, yo, we got so many songs, like we need to do something with this. And I say we because my management team, um, you know, my manager is actually um, uh, one of the A and R's on my EP on my project. Um, so you know, we're we're hella independent, super small right now. But I think that's what's so special about this timing right now is because we're building and um, you know we're making things happen. So. Um, so yeah, that's what we decided. I was like, all right, let's let's release a project. And then um, quarantine came along, and I was like, this is perfect. Like everybody's at home, everybody's listening to music, everybody's paying attention to music. Like it's like music makes the world go round for real. When yeah, <laughs> when right. the shit pops off, like at least at least we got music. You know what I mean? So um, I feel like that's my responsibility as a as an artist, as a musician, as a singer, a performer, um, a poet is um to make sure that i um i stay with that and i keep those vibes going and i i help the world go around so um yeah so now we're we're, we've got the ep and we've been working on other things um which i'm sure we'll talk about another time Mm -hmm. but um 
I'm, I'm super excited about this one. I've got a lot of new, fresh tracks on here. Um, thank God for the eight, the, like I said, thank, thankful for the, the time I've been able to spend at home to write and to record and to make music. Um, because I was able to really like dig deep. I'm an emotional, I'm an emotional writer. So I was just able to get a lot of stuff off my chest. It was very therapeutic because, you know, um, if you've ever suffered from depression, it, it can get hard spending time by yourself. So my way of dealing with that, any kind of sadness or anything like that or disappointment um, mm-hmm. is just to write about it and make music and, you know, put it in a song, maybe help someone else out. So that's what I did a lot on this um, EP. It's just a lot of like what was happening like during this time. So I think you'll be able to hear that. Like you'll be able to hear like the ups and the downs that I've had. Um, Throughout this whole creation of this project, um, you'll be able to hear the 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 real the umph to it. It's it's a very gritty sound, which which I love. It's that it's it's just a hard gritty sound. It's not it's not like overproduced in my opinion. It's just it's solid, man. Like I'm really really thankful for this sound, for this originality that I'm blessed with. Like just being able to you know recognize that in my music is a big thing because. As an artist, a lot of times we're our own worst, uh, you know, critics. So I'm sure you guys are familiar with that, too, mm-hmm. um, with just building your brand. So we're our own worst critics. So um, it's I'm, I think I'm at the point right now where I'm just like, it's time. It's time to release this. Like, it's a time of releasing right now because you got to release in order to aim. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you release that energy and other energy comes back to you. So I feel like I put the right vibes, the right, the right energy behind this music. You know, it's going to make you feel something. It's going to make you think about things. You're going to relate to every single song, in my opinion. Like, we've all experienced this before. Know someone that's gone through every single thing that I talk, on the, uh, talk about in this EP. So I talk my shit, and <laughs> sometimes I just, I just talk about just, just being me, like what I'm doing in that moment. <laughs> So it's just, it's, it's everything that I've been feeling, everything that I've been going through, it's real, it's me, and it's raw. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ambitious. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I did want, did want to ask you about the Say My Name video. I know you just released that. You Tell us tell us about the Say My Name video, where you shot it, all the good stuff. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, God. It, so Say My Name video um, shot by Dreamers Day. Um, shout out to them, um, makeup by Alyssa Ojada. Um, and then I have my photographer there as well. Um, Israel Quesada and my manager, of course, Impact Records, um, all there with me together. We got up at two in the morning. (laughs) Well, I was up, I went to sleep at six o'clock and then, um, I woke back up at around 10 o'clock to go pick up my photographer. He lives about 45 minutes from me. So mm-hmm. when I got him, came back, got uh, back to my house, and it was around like 12 o'clock. Um, got all my stuff ready for the first scene and the second scene. Um, you know, I, prior to that, I just spent the day just taking care of myself, drinking tea, drinking lots of water, um, you know, just taking care of my skin and all that. 
Uh, anywho, two p or two a.m. rolls around, and I'm in the seat getting my makeup done. <laughs> so my art, my my makeup artist is actually doing my makeup at two o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> even though we had we didn't have to shoot until around four, and we mm. had to be uh, in Boulder, Colorado. So um, I, I chose Boulder, Colorado one because it's it's just so beautiful. And it's yeah. such a popular place. I feel like a lot of people end up going there for their first mountain experience, that or Red Rocks. Um, but it's just so beautiful. There's so many places to hike. Um, and in the video, um, just like I talked about earlier, you know, I wanted to show how there can be two people that may not be together in that moment, but, you know, their energy is always connected. So it's kind of like what we're going through right now. Not like, I haven't seen my grandma in like, like four months, um, and, you know, and I miss her a lot. Like I miss like touching, like holding her, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and giving her kisses and giving her love and her, you know, maybe snacking me <laughs> yeah. for saying something crazy. Um, but I miss that. But I, during this time I had to remember like how our energy is always connected. You know what I mean? How, even when we when we pass on, we still feel that person with us, and I think it's very important to to spread that message in the video. Um, just with everything going on, you know, as far as us not being able to see our friends, our family, like we want to, um, shit is crazy. So, um, anyway, uh, so we got to the mountains 4 a.m. Got the video, uh, the first scene uh, for sunrise, and I was very particular about this because. I just feel like sunset and sunrise look so different and like that, yeah. that energy captured is so different compared to when you actually are like in sunrise, you know what I mean? The, the sky is different. The air is different. Like right. animals sound different. Like everything's so different. So we, everybody trucked up to Boulder, Colorado um, to shoot this scene at four o'clock in the morning. We got done at 6 a.m. Um, got back in town at around seven and then, um, you know, rested, ate and all that stuff. And then we had to be right back out, back up into the mountains for sunset. That's where I shot the cliff scene. And like, I, I think that's one of my favorite scenes just because the, what we had to go through during that scene, or mostly what I had to go through because it was like 40 degrees. It felt like 30 degrees on that mountain. And I'm in this super thin dress, like, it's just blowing in the wind. I got nothing underneath. Like, it was, it was cold as hell. And um, I just kept telling myself, yo, it's like, if this is all you had to do to get a, a deal of the freaking lifetime, <laughs> like, this would be easy. So I just went on, did my thing, cold as hell, shivering, you know, in between. I was all worried about my nose being on. Already, and it came out great because it doesn't look like I'm cold. You know? <laughs> so then after that, um, we went to go shoot with Meezy and um, like downtown Denver. We wanted to capture that vibe of, you know, I'm in the in the mountains, you know what I mean? Um, and he's in the city. Both, it's kind of like an, a double entendre. So, you know, signifying the distance. Um the distance that, you know, we were, we were at, you know, we were obviously in two very far places, very different places. And that energy is still being shared, but two, because Colorado is beautiful. Like we have the city life, 
Yeah, it really you know, is. Downtown, it's just so beautiful. And then you have the mountains right there. You can travel 30 minutes from from Denver and be in the mountains, like like surrounded by mountains on some like Lord of the Rings, like Zelda type shit. <laughs> and it, it's right here. I feel like a lot of us we take advantage of our environment too often. Well, not take advantage. We take for granted our environments a lot. And like during this time, I just I just wanted to like remind people about how beautiful everything is, how beautiful our earth is to take care of it. You know, we've learned a lot through this quarantine as well. You know, with not that many people being on the road, the air is a lot more pure. And, you know, I just wanted to encourage it, the, the whole video is just about love, man, love for your city, love for your environment, the earth, love for your people, love at a distance. So, yeah. All right. Cool. So let's get into your let's get into your second song that you sent, Pretty. Tell us about that song. Yeah. Oh, pretty pretty is like pretty. I put I dropped pretty last year, I think. Last year, year before. So pretty's been out for a little while. There's a video out with that too, and you'll see some of your favorite Denver um artists on that video as well. Um, but that's just a vibe like for all the ladies that one is just straight up for the ladies like honestly like that song came about like I said I'm an emotional writer so I write about whatever I'm going through and sometimes it's specific and sometimes it's very general but this one was both <laughs> so um you know I'm a, I'm a server at a restaurant um I've been doing that you know as my side gig because you gotta you gotta get the money to hustle like you gotta hustle for mm-hmm. the hustle pretty much yeah um so uh, I just remember this this guy reading this book. And he was expl- he was explaining it to me, and I had said something back to I cannot remember exactly what it was, but I said something back to him, and um, like these are I'm I'm saying facts right now, okay? I, like I'm I'm giving him facts, and he's just like he just looks at me and he smiles and he goes, "Huh, you're so pretty," and then I'm like, "Oh, okay," like. I see you just try to insult me and just call me like, like I'm dumb, you know, but you're pretty. (laughs) So (laughs) I came up with pretty, the song pretty. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm with the shit. So, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm powerful. Like you cannot just, you can't just undermine my femininity. Like (laughs) my femininity is divine. Like there's, there's no way you can make it less than what it is like i'm divine honey like (laughs) so that's what that song came up from like i just wanted people to i was kind of making fun of it you know the word pretty in it so i named the song pretty because i'm kind of making fun of it like you you can't just go around uh thinking that you know women women don't know their shit like women ain't powerful women ain't smart we are all of that so that's what the song is about um, and I, it's just got a dope ass beat, beat to it too. So I've seen dudes singing it too, and I love it. So like, y'all are singing pretty big, yeah. <laughs> I sing with the shit. I'm like, oh okay, yeah okay. You can be pretty too. You can be pretty boy. That's all right. I ain't mad. Whatever you want. So yeah, that's how that's how pretty came about. It's just a ladies anthem. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, we're gonna get into pretty, and we'll be right back on you can't sit with us right Yeah, I'm a 
shit And now you with that petty shit That's that petty shit That cheesy shit, this easy shit In my bag I'm lit And I'm charging it, want all of it With the freshest fit and the newest kicks You ain't with a friend, nah But you all up on my Insta, Instagram, yeah I don't fuck with you, you can ask him And my niggas pull up on you with the plum, plum been on the show before it's time for random ask questions these questions have nothing to do we talked about today i either come up from my head or online are you ready yes i'm ready <laughs> so if two vegans or veg- vegetarians argue is it still considered a beef is it still considered a what a beef <laughs> um mm. Um, uh, beef vegan style, beef uh vegetarian style. So yeah, I would say it'd be like a a veggie beef patty or something. A veggie beef. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. It would be beyond beyond meat. Beyond, beyond beef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. All right. So this next question. When I when I mention the word Apple, I'm talking about the laptop computer. You know the brand Apple. So, mm-hmm. throw that in there. So, next question: If Apple were to make houses, would the houses have windows? Um, I think they would have a lot of apples. So it'd just be what the windows? Yeah, fuck would be... windows. They don't. They don't want windows. They don't think. Right. <laughs> nah, fuck no. Just apples. Gonna... They just have a plethora of apples. In fact, the whole house would be made out of apples. Apple. <laughs> And they would change the meaning of window and, and just call it like uh Apple Lindo. 
Apple window. Okay, okay. I don't know, dude. I need to smoke some weed <laughs> to come up with some more creative thoughts. <laughs> um, alright, alright. Um, why do why do crackers have holes in them? Why do crackers have holes in them? Yeah. Um. There is a correct answer to this too. So. There is no correct answer. There, I'm like, there, is this a riddle? No, this is. It, it, this has a correct answer to it. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna guess that um, crackers maybe have holes in them because when they're baked, if they don't have holes in them, they'll just puff up into little puffers, and then you can't really like enjoy your soup with that, like. That, it doesn't drain out. I don't fucking know. That's pretty much right. It they it says it really? says it says it would blow up if if they don't have ah! holes in it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you keep it flat. Yeah, right. Crackers. Ooh, see, I know my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do um in a library, do they put the Bible in non-fictional or fictional section? Hmm. Well. It's kind of like a historical documentation. I don't know, dude. I guess it depends on what country you live in. Like, uh, I mean, I think it would be under religion instead of non-fictional or fictional. Yeah. Like, so what is the what is the um, the religion the religious section under fiction? Yeah, non-fiction. That's the I question. Know. I see. I, I googled it, and it said that. Usually they're not under, they're not under fictional. Uh, it depends what type of library it is too. So it's like it's right because you got to be yeah. careful with that. Like exactly. people like really, really, really believe in what they believe in. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where, where do where do people in hell tell other people to go? Where do people what? Where do where do people in hell tell other people to go? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> go to heaven <laughs> go to earth go back to earth probably <laughs> go back to earth all right let's see um i know last time we asked... go to minnesota i'm sorry minnesota. go ahead <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i know i know last time we asked you the soggy cereal question so but I know you say you had you say you had to be stoned to eat soggy cereal. I remember that. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah, but, but yeah, the follow up question. Yeah, <laughs> and the follow up question is: Have you ever warmed up your cereal before? Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> hell no! Nah. Oh, I said that quick. You guys see, that's the questions you need to ask. <laughs> hell no! Nah. I ain't never warmed up no cereal before. That sounds nasty as hell. <laughs> Like I guess like oatmeal, some places they consider yeah, that cereal exactly. or like Purina. Yeah. But um, but nah, I, when it comes to like what Apple Jacks and yeah. Fruity Cups, hell no, that's nasty. Yeah, we that's had gross. We had one person actually say yeah, so that's why we ask. Ew! <laughs> what what was their hold up? Do I know this person? No, you don't. It, it, we did it. Oh, at our, thank God. No, we did it at our live show back in December, and yeah. he he said he he warmed it up for like fifteen seconds before. Yeah, he. I think he was he was. Why, high. why would he do that? 
I think he was. I'm high, like, what, what? Man, you gotta be. You gotta <laughs> be on like shrooms or like you took too many edibles to do some bullshit right, like right. that. That is funny, right? <laughs> That's horrible. All right, last question is, what do chickens think we taste like? Mm. I don't think they want to eat us. <laughs> I think they just like, nah, I'm cool. Like, y'all niggas is weird looking. You ain't got no feathers. <laughs> you bald. Like, you just got some weird feather-like stuff coming out of your head <laughs> like y'all talk funny you don't cluck like that shit's weird you guys don't y'all don't eat the cornmeal and shit that we eat <laughs> y'all have babies in your stomach still like we release our eggs like nah, i think they think that humans are fucking weird they like that's like you can't have a chicken as a pet like it could be roaming around like walking around but that that right. motherfucker ain't coming up to you for no attention, like, <laughs> right, right. unless they want some food. But it's like, nah, I don't think they want to fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. If I was a chicken, I'd be like, fuck away from me. Like, <laughs> I ain't, I want to be like, I, I want to be a, a macaw or something. That's what I would want to be if I was a chicken. I'd be like, I want to be a macaw out there in Brazil <laughs> flying around and shit, right, like, right, right. like Rio. <laughs> All right, do you uh yeah, Well, since since Q has left the building, um do do you got any questions you want to ask me? Um oh man, I should have wrote them down. Okay, I do got questions I want to ask you. Um like do they got to be unrelatable? To anything? No, nah, it just be anything, it don't matter. Anything. Oh, okay. Sorry, cuz I was going to be hella random and be like, "Hey bro, like What's your favorite color or something? But no, nah, <laughs> I did want to ask you, like, what are ways that um that y'all have been keeping busy in quarantine? And, like, what are um wh- what are your suggestions for those that are maybe extroverts, mm-hmm. um, you know, during this whole thing? Well, let's see. I've, like I said, I've still been working through all this. So I've still been actually going to work through all of this. So I've been, of course, going oh, to God work bless. and... Yeah, and then, of course, we haven't, we've been just doing phone interviews for the show since March. We haven't even been in the studio since March, so we just been doing pre, pre-recorded pre episodes since March, so we got episodes lined up for July already, so we just, you know, we just, hey. yeah, we staying working, and yeah. So yeah, we, Awesome, That's, I'd love to hear that, honestly, that makes me so happy that y'all are still out here grinding, getting it, like, mm-hmm. that's dope. Like that makes me happy to just to hear any of my friends um, say that they've still been doing their thing. They've been happy. They've been healthy. That that just makes me so happy. And I definitely consider y'all friends, especially after seeing y'all after y'all came to my job. Like right. we just got personal on a whole nother mm-hmm. level because I don't tell people where I work. Yeah, I, yeah. I only tell certain people to come through and have food and enjoy yourselves. Um, so that's lit, man. I'm proud of y'all. I'm thankful for y'all. So, so thankful for y'all. Like, thankful for this opportunity to have another interview with y'all. It's really dope. And then for y'all to be the first to do it, honestly, um, over the phone, like, this is my first one. And I love doing stuff like this. So, mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for hooking us with some f- good food while we was up there. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah, man. Them chicken <laughs> meals is fire, right. huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Fire. I you got you got another another question? 
Um, let me see. Let me see. This is coming off the dome. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, um, what, how you think, um, and, and what, what way you think, um, like quarantine is, is going to change us all, um, like going forward as far as like live performances and like, you know, person to person, um, interviews and things like that. Like, how do you think it's going to affect us? How do you think it's going to change? Like, for the better, for the worse, like, I just want the real and the raw answer. I think, well, I think it's going to be a lot of just mask wearing, a lot more. Just I think it's going to be, like, until at least probably the end of next year. Uh, as far as, like, performances and stuff, I could I, I see it happening eventually, but I don't think it's going to be as many people that can fill up. I mean, like, if it's, like, a 10,000 seat or something, they're only going to do, like, 5,000 or something like that. Um um, yeah, I think I think it's just going to, until they actually get a, vac- a vaccine, I, don't, I think it's just going to be like limited. Everything's just going to be limited for a while. And um, but I, that's why, like, at this time, you just got to be like really creative to what you do. You know, just got to find different ways to pre- perform and try to make money. Because, I mean, I see I see all these people uh, trying to do the OnlyFans shit. Like, I feel like that's where artists going to go. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to start performing on OnlyFans so you can see them perform on OnlyFans and shit like that. So. Hey, look, I thought about that, man. <laughs> Honestly, but I, I just have to have a long, deep conversation with my man. Right. <laughs> do that. Like, man, this is just for just for music, right, I right. swear to God. <laughs> because we already know when we hear OnlyFans, we think of other things, right, right. too. Speaking of OnlyFans, um... I know that, um, like, like I don't know if you heard about Doja Cat, man. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. So I think that what we can learn from that is that we can take advantage of these um, of these platforms, like, um, like Zoom and mm-hmm. um, the other, you know, video chat rooms. I think it kind of showed us, like, that's part of one of our powers that we can use to talk to people um about these matters about spreading the truth and about being involved in the community um and speaking out on on you know everything that's been going on as far as the George Floyd thing mm-hmm. so um uh i wanted to ask you like what do you what would you if if you were in these if you were to have a large uh, i guess you already got a large audience but if you were to speak in front of people live right now like let's just pretend we're just on a live conversation and there's a, a room full of people right now. If you were to and I just, you know, explain about how, you know, we need to speak up and we need to tell people about what's going on. If you were in this large room, what would you say to people? Um, and what would you, how would you, um, you know, um, tell, how do I put this? How would you, how would you recommend them to, um, change things for the better. Well, first, I, I honestly like what they they always say. You know, we in this together. We in this together. But I don't. I like. I don't like really believe that. Like you can't. You can't say we all in this together. You got racism, and you got, you know, you got people like billionaires and stuff like that, and they not they not pitching in. They still they still wanting more money instead of giving it back. I mean, it's not all the billionaires, mm-hmm. but some of them. But it's like you can't say we all in this together and we not. And just right. as far as like even like police, it's just we got we gotta have like our white friends like really step up and 
say something too, because if we we can we can do it all day, but they're not they're not listening to us. They're not, and even even with the looting and all that, I don't think that's really gonna get anywhere. Cause they're they'll continue to fight back. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna keep fighting back, and we gotta start getting mm-hmm. these police officers in prison for like ten plus years for really, for this to really even stop. Like they're not getting convicted or anything. Then they're getting paid leave, which that doesn't do anything. So yeah, that's still, crazy. Yeah, they're still getting paid to basically sit on their ass, which is it's ridiculous. So, but yeah, we just gotta we just gotta okay. come together, and I just think like like I said, all our white friends just gotta come and step up and speak up, and they gotta start leading. Well, it that's too. how important it is. Yeah, they gotta lead it too, though. Yeah, facts, man. I mean, it's it's definitely like I feel like it's like it's all it's like a whole thing where it's like. We have to, like, it's like a trial by error thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we tried that. That didn't work. All right, what do right. we do next? And and now it's like, okay, well, let's try to work with what we got. Like, who do we have? Like, we have our friends. We have our white friends. Like, yeah. they were the people that would go hardest for us because they're our friends. They love us. They care for us. So mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. It's just getting 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 your people to step up and say something, man. Say something. You can't you can't sit around. Tell your if your radio stations ain't talk about it. Well, I feel like most radio stations are. But yeah. if you're listening to a radio station where they're not talking about it, I feel like that's more than enough reason for you to just step up and say something, speak out about it. Mm-hmm. Tell them, yo, you need to say something. Y'all need to put this out there, that information out. So that's love. That's dope. I just wanted to hear you say it because I know you have a pretty large audience that listens to your podcast and everything so and i'm going to be sharing this like crazy so i'm going to be doing my part to spread the word as well yeah we appreciate it thank you absolutely man uh well was thank you for being back on the show shout out your social media anything else you want to say thanks uh thanks for having me again um it's always a good time chatting with y'all talking about some real shit Mm -hmm. i love that i love y'all for that for being able to like keep it real with me and keep it real with everyone else and um for your effort your grind and all of this but um i just want to tell everybody you know uh, again speak out do your part um do your part while while you can if you can when you can do your part you out say something tell a friend spread the story you know um and and try to do it as peaceful as you can but you got to be assertive so i think that's the key right there is like you know, you ain't got to be violent. You ain't got to be silent. Mm-hmm. But you got to be assertive. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be assertive. So, um, yeah, EP coming out next next month. Um, and my video for Say My Name is out on YouTube right now. Dope, dope. So it's coming out in June, right? Uh, yes, coming out in June. Yeah, right, exactly. So we're super close. I don't... Um, I have a date, but you know, um, quarantine has taught me that if you announce dates too soon before you know exactly what's going on, mm-hmm. that um, your plans can can get messed up. So true, um, true. that that date is actually supposed to be the first day of summer. So I'm just gonna put it out there okay. um, and say, yeah, it's the first day of summer. You can look out for that and much more. Okay, cool. But yeah, cool. um follow my follow me on Instagram. You already know I gotta plug the gram in <laughs> at officially Rachel Music. 
um, as well as my Twitter, officially Rach, no L, and then on Facebook, officially Rachel Music. Um, I'm also on YouTube under Rachel Bailey. Just search my name and my music will come up. Make sure you subscribe and hit the little bell button to get notified whenever I drop new visuals and announcements. Cool. I did. I want. I did want to ask you though. Um. So I gotta. I gotta ask you about this. Uh. This snake you ran into while you was hiking. Oh God. I gotta ask you about that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so when I tell you I've never been so afraid in my life, that's the time. Yeah, that's the time. That was the, that was the scariest time of my life. I do not like snakes. I don't like I don't like them metaphorically. Right, right. I don't like them in reality. Okay, <laughs> I don't like snakes. And oh my god, it's not cool. so. I didn't know that it was um, it was mating season for snakes right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my ass went on a hike with my boyfriend and our friends, and um, you know we're just chilling, walking. All of a sudden, I see some dark like shoot out at my friend's ankle. And like wow. some hissing noise, it sounded like a rattlesnake. Yeah, big ass bull snake just hiding in the bush, climbing up the mountain. <laughs> and let me tell you, this trail wow. was only like three feet wide, so it's hella small. Yeah, about three three feet wide, really small, and it just missed his ankle. And I was right behind him, so oh, I just wow. saw that that snake shoot out, just barely miss him, you know, and then just barely came back right after I walked. Yo, I never ran so fast in my life. That thing was huge. It had to have been, I don't even know, man. But them things are mean. They look and sound like uh, rattlesnakes, but they don't have a rattler at the end of their tail. Mm. And they're non-venomous. But they're mean, and they will snap at you. And, like, they're all hot and horny because it's freaking (laughs) mating season. Um, So not too long after that, we walk in. Like, mind you, this is like a five-mile hike. And we were just thinking, all right, that's just one time we saw a snake. We never see snakes on trail. We never see them. So that's probably the only snake that's out. All right, cool. Let's get it. <laughs> Keep rocking. Yeah, so about a mile into it, two more snakes, bro. Two more. And this time, the two snakes were mating. So, like, at first, it looked like one giant snake. But I'm telling you, this, this snake was so thick. It was so big. Like, I ain't never seen a snake so big, dude. Like, it had to have been about five feet maybe six feet. <laughs> I don't know, man. This thing was huge. And um, this dude's like, you know, I'm, I'm freaked out. I'm like, I can't turn around because the other snake is back there. I got to keep going. And that's just too far to be turning back around. Like, I just got to keep going. Um, so all these people just stop because these snakes are, they're like, the trail is so thin, like, mm-hmm. they're laying across the trail and you can't really get over it. And if you step over it, them snakes, they like to like they like to go into strike mode. I don't know if you've ever seen a rattlesnake when it's in uh, strike mode, but that motherfucker like curl up and it creates an S. It it'll kind of stand up so that way it's bigger, it's taller. Um, don't really jump over those because they will they will like strike at you and they're fast. <laughs> so um, I don't know people out there. You know, some people out here they. They are really one with the with with nature. Cause this man came over. I'm like, yo, there's a snake. Please be careful. And he was like, oh, cool. Where you go and pick it up? <laughs> Look, we use that as an opportunity to run. Right. We're like, oh, you got that? Okay, bet. Right. We run in this way around it. You know, we ran through like this field. 
um, off the tra- uh, off the trail, which also scared me because all I could think about was like, oh shit, I'm gonna step on another snake. Like I done seen three today. <laughs> like, oh, but it just pretty much messed up my hike for the rest of the way. Like I was really disappointed. Like damn, bro. Like I really wanted to just enjoy the views and smoke a little weed out here and talk <laughs> with my friends. But the whole time, instead of looking at the mountain views, I'm looking down because I don't want my ankles getting big. Right. right. Yeah. Terrifying. So I'm a, terrifying. I'm, I'm assuming you don't like the the movie and the condo. Actually, I love that movie. Okay. You know, I love to watch the snakes on TV. Oh, okay? Yeah, okay, okay. I got you. I, yeah. I, I am not a fan. Like, I in respect person. snakes enough to, like, leave them alone. Yeah. To not go near them. I respect them enough. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, Anaconda was dope. I, I don't mind that. Sharks and stuff like that. But I don't want to be swimming with no sharks. Yeah, just I love not, Shark Week. Yeah. I love watching that shit. It's not in but person. But I'm cool on seeing them, like, like with I'm cool in person on swimming with them. <laughs> right, exactly. My bad. But yeah, yeah I'm I'm cool with that. You know, I watch a lot of um nature shows. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching Naked and Afraid. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> just seeing how they survive just in case I need to know something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got one more question before we go. Um so I gotta ask you, have you ever uh considered rapping before? Oh, you're going to see that in the EP. You're going to okay, see what's good, okay, man. Okay. okay. You're going to see what's up. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not a, I don't identify myself as a rapper, yeah, yeah. but I do identify as an artist and a creative. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, you, you shouldn't limit yourself. Beyonce would never limit herself. She's done some songs where she's right. put a little song or rap or whatever. But I don't think I don't think you should limit yourself when it comes to art. Like, be as creative as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, take the risk, you know. I, I could be shy and be like, no, I don't want to put anything rapping out because I'm scared of what people will think about how I sound when I rap. I'm scared that people, you know, just making up excuses and I'm cool on that. I'm just like, you know what? Either y'all rock with it, you don't. I'm cool either way. This is all a learning experience for me um, until the next EP drops, you know? Cool, cool. That's a great question. I'm glad you asked me that. Too. Yeah, I I wanted to ask. I'm like, because I always I always try to ask singers. I always ask I always try to ask singers. Have you considered rapping? And then rappers consider singing. So if I've never, heard, huh, that's cool. Yeah, if I never heard that, and you be, yeah. and you probably so you probably hear this same thing that they're saying too, huh? Like. Yeah, like yeah, but I, I yeah, want to try that too. It's like because uh, I see like a lot of rappers, they'll try to use auto tune. So I'm just saying if they if, they, if it's something serious they want to do, or if it's just like just for fun, you know. Right. I think the the auto tune probably helps them out a lot, yeah. to where it at least sounds good. They just want it to sound that good. They're like, you know, I got the tune, I I got the flavor, I know how to like freak mm-hmm. this joint, but I just need a little assistance in the vocal area and like every artist uses autotune honestly like yeah yeah most most of the artists that you hear on the radio they use autotune on their voices um for various for various reasons you know you might have a singer where they put some really light autotune on just to kind of get it nice and buttery um and then you might hear like singers where they purposely like want it heavy and so I think like autotune has kind of become an art form. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. there is a trick to like if you can sing. I don't autotune is you cannot have autotune on full blast because you can sing already. Like you're you're already in control of your notes and everything and your runs. It can it can kind of mess up some runs. But 
you know, if you can't sing, but you got a melody in your head and it's dope, like Lil Wayne did it. Right, right. <laughs> he, exactly. he had a love, and that song was a hit. Yeah. It came out dope. Mm-hmm. So, tell me yourself. Definitely, <laughs> you gonna hear it on the AP. Right. And then you got to tell me what you think, <laughs> if I got some bars or not. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, yeah. As, as always, you can follow me at Ambitious1K on Instagram, Ambitious1000 on Twitter, uh, Threshold Brace, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can't sit with us, radio, all one word, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, yeah. Until next time, Rachel Bailey, El Ambitious, shout out to Q. We are out. Hey. He said, Spaddy's nuts. <laughs>